You're listening to the Every Student, Every Day podcast with me, Jim Franchini, Superintendent of the Averill Park Central School District. Welcome to this episode of the Every Student, Every Day podcast. Uh, we wanted to bring to our listeners uh, a unique opportunity here that we have at the high school. Unlike many districts, we have our own in-house CTE program. And CTE stands for Career Technical Education. Uh, in many cases, districts send students out for these programs. We do that as well uh, to our BOCES, the Quest Our BOCES. But we're really, really fortunate to have not one, but two very strong in-house programs. And those programs are in automotive and in construction technology. Uh, we're very lucky to have with us today the people behind that who make that program uh, programs work so well for us. Uh, in our district, these are really, really well subscribed, very popular programs, uh, and our students have had a great deal of success both during their time in Averill Park and then after they've graduated. So it's uh, kind of a hidden gem that a lot of our folks don't know about, but that we're really proud of, and we thank this group for joining us. So we'll go around the room and have them introduce themselves, tell us what they teach, how long they've been in Averill Park, and kind of give our listeners a little bit of a background. Uh, Matt. Duff, would you like to start for us? Sure. Uh, my name is Matt Duff. This is my 21st year teaching. Uh, I'm also our department head. Uh, I teach mostly engineering and computer science, but I do teach two sections of fundamental construction, which is the prereq to construction one in the construction program. Thanks, Matt. Jason. Hi there. Uh, my name is Jason Gelsick. This is my 17th year, I believe. I teach Auto Tech One and Fundamentals of Technology, which is the ninth grade intro class. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Dutcher. Hello, James Dutcher. Um, 19th year teaching here at Averill Park. And I teach Auto Mechanics Two uh, and Energy and Power classes for our CTE courses. Great, thank you. And the newest member of the crew, Kyle. My name is Kyle Kozlowski. Uh, this is my first year in this program, um, and I teach Construction Technology 1, 2, and Practicum for the seniors. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. So getting right into it, what got you interested in the field you teach and what made you want to become a teacher? So you, you all have very specific knowledge, and uh, you've combined that with getting into the education field. So talk to us a little bit, if you would, about your interest in the field and what made you want to go in education as well. Uh, Jason, you want to start? Sure. Uh, I went to Saratoga High School. I had a, a really great experience. I took a lot of tech classes. Um, I actually went and student taught back uh, in Saratoga during my when I was going to school. Um, I've always been a hands-on learner. I enjoy working with my hands and just, you know, like love fixing things ever since I was a little kid. And um, yeah, I turned to teaching and I like working with kids and I ran with it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Jim, how about you? I've wanted to become a tech teacher ever since I was in middle school. So I guess I was inspired in, in middle school by just a really fantastic tech program at Columbia High School. Um, actually, it was at Goff Middle School. And then in high school, never got to take a tech course. So I knew I wanted to be a technology teacher, never got to take any of those courses. And 
when I went to Oswego, I just loved it, uh, taking as much of the amazing programs that they had at SUNY Oswego, um, I guess inspired me and gave me the ability to come here. And my ultimate goal was to create the ultimate, most fun technology class that you could ever take at a high school. And I started with the idea that we'd race lawnmowers at the end of the year as my final exam. I figured, you know, that should be a lot of fun. And it, the rest is history, I guess, from that point. We were able to build this awesome automotive program. Galsic has been just phenomenal and as a partner and a support for this program. It's been great. And for the record, are you able to race lawnmowers at the end of the school year? I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> One of our favorite events. Yeah, I'm looking to get another. I'm actually going to be picking up another one on Friday. Just, <laughs> there's always people willing to give us some of their stuff. That's but right. A lot of support in the community. A little plug for anyone who's looking to get rid of their lawnmower. <laughs> that. That's right. Matt Duff, how about you? Uh, similar to Jason and Jim, I went to Lansenburg High School, class of 95. We had an excellent tech program there. Um, very strong in what used to be called industrial arts, strong construction, strong... Uh, Automotive took every course that they offered, kind of inspired me to start out in architecture. I went to Wentworth in Boston, kind of like somewhere in my sophomore year, sort of realized I really wanted to work with kids. So it was an easy transition to move from architecture into tech, like Jim went to Oswego. Um, again, fantastic program there also, really felt like it prepared me for the job. And, uh, you know, kind of like Jim said, the rest is history, but um, it's just something I always wanted to do, and I'm pretty happy to say that I was able to do it. Excellent. And Kyle, how about you? I've always wanted to be a teacher uh, ever since I uh, was in kindergarten. I actually went through the Ever Park uh, School District and had some phenomenal teachers along the way, uh, three of which are in this uh, group with us. And our now superintendent was a middle school principal when I was in middle school. But I love the uh, technology programs that I had here. I took a lot of CTE courses in my high school career and enjoyed every part of it. Um, and with the construction element, I uh, always worked part time doing that stuff on the side, weekends, summers during college. Um, and during the pandemic, worked full time in it and was able to land this spot. And uh, I'm loving every second of it. Excellent. It's great to have you on board. So as, as we mentioned, or as I mentioned, there's not a lot of school districts that do this in-house CTE program uh, model. Can you talk to us uh, about how that benefits our students? You know, what are the advantages to our kids to have this program right here in our high school? I think the greatest thing for them is they can still have a, a fairly normal schedule. They're still involved in the school community. They're, they're involved. They can be involved with, you know, pep rallies and everything. They're not being, you know, bust somewhere for half the day. You know, they're still here with their friends. You know, they're still able to get their, you know, their advanced regents or their regular regents diploma and still get their, learn their trade, you know. And we get, I think there's a big community feel too. Um, especially for my uh, practicum students, we've probably been out in the field 95% of the time doing uh, different jobs in the community. So it, it keeps it close to home for them, working with a cohort that they uh, went through the program with since their freshman, sophomore years. Um, so it definitely definitely has that element where they can stay tight to their community and, and benefit the community. Well, I think about too, like, the relationships and the teachers i mean in our district are absolutely awesome um i get to have three years potentially you know with my students that make it all the way through i really get to know everybody 
so well and it's just really fun when you get to see them out in the community and my favorite thing is when they're like hey dutcher i make more than you and it's fun you know they're they're doing well you know they're doing very well that's great it is such a community involved program and from being the stuff out in the field to the there are a lot of cases working right here in our community and in using this knowledge in a very practical sense uh right here in town what are some of the projects or some of the events that you've seen that really resonate with your students i think we've already hinted towards one with the lawnmower racing what are some things that are out there that you guys really see as uh being very popular with your kids well i mean they love being able to work on people's cars in the community being able to do good deeds uh there's always that satisfaction of that and i even think about even one of our more recent graduates that's working at the bus garage he was just in today showing me some of the stuff he's working on and um helping us out uh, moving things for us it's just wonderful just to see the success stories then there's the pride that some of our students get to have in some of the work that they do and then there's always with the tractor races there's always the bragging rights forever because it's such an it's such a unique event over on my yeah. side, um, this is my first uh, first time in this first year in this role. Um, but one of the big things is the shed project um, classes that are all lined up to do that. The day one, they asked, Mr. K, are we still doing this? They've always done this in the past. So that's always something they look forward to. Um, in addition to all the stuff that the practicum does out in the field, decks and various things. Um, we started a birdhouse project this year and uh, uh, opened it up to faculty members of the high school. And we have about like 53 birdhouses to make. So. Uh, we're looking forward to that, but there's a lot of a lot of cool things that the kids really look forward to. And again, that pride piece of knowing that they're working on something for people that they know, um, they really they really put their all into it. Oh, I would have to say, um, I have a student right now. She's got this. It's from it's, it's I think it's a 1999 Volvo, and the thing, it's not uh, able to pass inspection. So we worked. You know, together we assessed it. We ordered all new calipers, front and rear pads, rotors. And the other day we just finished doing brakes all the way around the vehicle, plus some other various parts. And uh, we're hoping that she can, you know, get that inspected. And she's going to be driving it every day, you know. So it's nice to see when students can work on their own vehicles, they really, like we were saying, take pride in their work and say, hey, I, you know, I, this car was not safe and now I made it safe to drive. And, past inspection now I'm driving every day so it's it's pretty neat to see them go from start to finish on various projects along the way I was just going to comment on on Kyle comment about the about the community feel right uh, working on projects for people that either go to school here in the district or local parents or teachers or whatever the fact that those projects that like, come from our department and end up like having that impact outside of here I think creates a really cool feel that kids don't get when they go to to Questar, right? They're just working on some random car in some random situation. You know, it's a whole different deal when you're working on uh, Coach Whoever's or Mrs. Whoever's or, you know, when you see that person the next day, there's a lot of pride that comes in that. And, um, I think it creates a really unique atmosphere and uh, a really cool part of the program. So. Absolutely. There really is a sense of pride among the students that you guys instill as they are so connected. Um, so we know that our CT classes are very well attended. They are super subscribed. They fill up quickly. Why do you think so many students gravitate towards these programs and they want this hands-on type of learning? I think in already you've mentioned that you 
were those students? It seems like at one point who were very hands-on and really gravitated towards this. What do you think brings that out in kids uh, that makes them want to do this type of work? I think students are seeing a, a direct benefit from what they're, what they're learning. You know, they know that, you know, if they learn how to repair their own vehicles, they can save themselves lots of money down the road. I think a lot of people um, are gravitated towards that or they're interested in pursuing I know, a career in that field. Yeah, I ask my students, I mean, that's how I break the ice in the beginning of the year. Why are you here? You know, welcome. Why are you here? And one, one young man says to me, well, tractor races, duh. And so uh, obviously some of that is a big draw, being able to have that, that moment, that fun and the glory. Um, but many of them, just like um, Jason Galsic said, they want to be able to fix their own stuff. They, they just, they love it. And what's great about what we're able to create in this atmosphere is it's a safe place. They get to build confidence working on things. And because I collect and Galsic too, we all, we collect stuff from our community. They break a bolt, you know, it's not a big deal. They don't have to be like, oh my God, I just destroyed my dad's lawnmower. Or, you know, this is a place where it's it's safe to work on something. If you make mistakes, we just learn from those mistakes and it's the it's not so stressful, so so to speak. I think a big piece too that students like is that that it's different from other courses. You know, our programs are all rigorous and we have a lot that we do in there, but it's it's a different feel, especially when students can be hands-on and doing um doing projects that are a little bit different. It's not a lot of book work. It's not a lot of, of that piece of it. It's they can actually be actively involved and working collaboratively with each other. I have a lot of students who are in AP and honors classes and come from those classes and they look forward to just having a having the time to apply a lot of those skills that are integral to, to our programs, but actually doing it and seeing stuff come alive right before them and being able to build or diagnose or go through things in our classes. Yeah, when you talk about those 21st century skills of uh, collaboration and problem solving and creativity, certainly on display in these classes. Uh, what about success stories of students who took these classes and have gone on to work in fields after graduation? You know, really, I guess with the exception of Kyle, you've been around long enough now for students to kind of come back. Uh, you already mentioned at one point seeing kids in the community and saying, hey, I'm doing pretty well now, right? Like what type of success stories have you heard from your former students? Well, certainly they're getting jobs. You know, they're not, they're not unemployed if they're interested. And what's really interesting is I've had so many students come through the automotive program and utilize their skills that they learned in automotive to do HVAC, to do you know, all different types of trades can be translated to any many facets of, of work. I mean, even we bought a pool a while ago and when I was talking to the, uh, the salesperson, he said, you know, if you've got any of those automotive students that are willing to work, I sure could use them putting pools together. You know, it's just like these skills are in demand uh in in so many different fields so yes we do have obviously the auto mechanics but it's i don't know it's it's bigger than just auto and we've got so many students that are yes they can go to work at a dealership and i can think of one that works at quinn motor car who's the one who made that comment to me and just 
doing super well. He wanted to be a truck driver, but he was so good working at Quinn Motor Car that um, Mark Quinn just kept, uh, every time he'd say, oh, I don't want to work anymore because he's working a lot of hours because he's really good. Mark Quinn is like, well, what if I pay you a little more money? Stay here with me, coordinating the automotive jobs. You know, I this because we have basically a full immersion kind of program. Our our students come out already knowing how to use Mitchell on Demand, which is a resource that most repair shops use. Um, they so they understand the billing software. They understand how to tighten things down properly using torque wrenches and specifications that are put out by the manufacturer. Like those skills, not everybody has. So it definitely sets them apart to do very well. Well, I don't have uh, I don't have the student aspect of it from former students, but I know peers. Um, you know, I've went through the automotive program when I was in school here, and so many. Uh, uh, fellow students that I graduated with are into the automotive field and just found their passion for it. And even now I'm um, going around to different vendors since I went to uh, Lenny Lumber to pick up material for class and people that were working inside said, oh my God, I went through April Park's um, construction program and that was awesome and set me up for a wonderful, um, successful career. You know, it's definitely has a very positive um, impact, you know, for, for folks out in the community and definitely sets them, like Mr. Dutcher said, sets them apart from, from the rest going through a program like this. You know, to piggyback off Kyle's comment and Jim's comment too, and, and some of the things we were talking about earlier, I, I read something not too long ago that said something like 70% of high school kids uh, go to college and 35% and, and or so graduate uh, within their first four years and 60% in six years, right? So that's a huge population of people that either aren't going to go to college or are going to go and be unsuccessful, right? We attract and we uh, address a group of kids who have a need. And, and to, to Mr. Dutcher's point, a lot of those kids end up with jobs where they're making more money than kids well, with degrees that they paid you know, a fortune to get. There aren't a lot of places in the district where kids can go uh, who, who honestly like might not want college. Like they might want to do a trade. They might want to do it. And we foster that and encourage it and support it. And I think we've had lots and lots of success through the years doing that. And so I think it's a, a credit to Jason and James and what Kyle's up to now and Mr. Cole before him. So, you know, kind of encompassing a lot of what we just said there, but it's an underrepresented group that, that, that I think we do a good job. Absolutely. Absolutely. So our podcast, as you know, comes from our mission statement. So we like to ask our guests sometimes, what does every student every day mean to you? We'll let, uh, let Mr. Dutcher start with that one. How about that? Every student every day. Well, I like to think that we give every student in here, we've got the setup, you know, we've got materials for them to dive into. We've got um, the time to give them We've got small group sizes where we can really focus on individuals as they need, um, which also we offer a pretty, we give them freedom too, you know, to do things. I mean, even like we can be outside cutting something and we, we've got situations that can be dangerous. And um, what I like is that we give those students the confidence to be able to do stuff like this. I remember, maybe I shouldn't mention this, but the first time I uh, put the cutting torches in the hands of one of my students, he, and he started shaking. And I was like, oh, 
I'll take that back. And then, but then proceeded to obviously gently coach him through using those torches. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's such a unique opportunity and the confidence that we get to give. I had a young lady go into the automotive program at Hudson Valley. She was in it for, I think it was her second year. She bumps into me, gives me a huge hug and says, Dutcher, thanks to your program, I'm so successful here. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She was like, well, the book stuff I can do, that's easy. I was just always afraid to just work on something. And because she was able to work on things in our repair shop time and time again, you know, she had that confidence to pick up the wrench, even though traditionally it's not so many girls in that field, but she's right there keeping up with everybody else. So. I feel like our every student every day is we're building confidence, you know, in, in our students. And it really it is just through having this wonderful setup and a constant buzz of things going on all the time. Yeah, we're, we're able to create, you know, opportunities for every student to, uh, to do a lot of cool things that they normally wouldn't get a chance to do outside of school. You know, here they can learn uh, some really cool things that they might not be able to do like pulling an engine, you know, welding, using the cutting torches, you know, auto, the, uh, the vehicle lifts, you know, they can learn that in a safe environment and uh, you know, we can learn, they can learn from their mistakes. Thank you, uh, Jim and Jason. Kyle, what about you? Every student every day. Uh, to me, it really, it really resonates with the fact that every student that comes through my door has a, has a place here and has a, an opportunity to grow and learn. Um, whether it's students that are in the class, even kids during advisory. I've had a bunch of kids coming down that are in the physics classes asking for help from students in my classes on their pumpkin launchers and asking for things like that. And that really it's accessible to everybody from all walks of life, all different backgrounds. Everybody has a place here and everybody has the opportunity to grow and thrive. Like uh, Mr. Galsic and Mr. Dutcher were saying, everybody has that opportunity and we can provide that with the programs that we have and the spaces that we have in our facilities. And Mr. Duff. Finish it off for us. I was just thinking that uh, as a department, we're very unique, right? Um, when you go to the math department, you learn four or five different types of math. Maybe you go to social studies department, you learn two or three or four different types of uh, between the engineering department and the CTE side. I mean, we we we, we accommodate computer science learners, architects, uh, digital electronics, automotive, construction. I mean, we hit on what is essentially probably like 15 different college degrees, 20 different college degrees over the course of the five adults that we have here teaching them every single day. So uh, I don't know for sure that we meet every student every single day. I like to think that we uh, we offer an opportunity for as many of them as we possibly could within one department. So um, I'm proud of that fact. It's, uh, it's something that's unique to us and uh, something that I think we do a really good job of. So. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we can't uh, we can't say enough about the program. The success speaks for itself, and the engagement you have, and you know, it's very easy to measure uh, success through a variety of measures. One of them is, do we have kids signing up for your programs? And in the case of these courses, the answer is a resounding yes. I mean, we are very, as I said, very well subscribed in this area. It's something our students really enjoy, learn from, benefit from, and uh, it's just a great experience. It really is, and certainly uh, meets the needs of uh, a good number of our kids. So thank you very much for taking the time out today. Thank you for uh, your work in the program and we look forward to 
great stuff going uh, forward. So thanks again. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. See you next time on Every Student, Every Day. Thank you.